0: This is Pastor Troy. I hope you're doing well. We are wrapping up season two, but you know what that means? The best of season two. Here it comes. It's coming right at you in just a minute, but don't worry. We're in the studio. We're getting ready. We're getting things lined up, and very soon we'll be unveiling season three of On the Dock. In the meantime, you can go back, watch season one. Check it out. It is fantastic. It's not outdated. Go catch it. And now we're in season two, and get ready for this best of season two episode. Every Tuesday and Thursday dropping down on those incredible podcasts you want to check them out go check out our whole whole catalog we got a lot of episodes out there from season one now we're in season two we're loving it on the doc.org every Tuesday and Thursday watch those releases all about conversations to propel your faith out of the shallow into the deep and we want you to find us on YouTube Spotify iTunes also on Google Play Facebook Roku rumble and sermon net good way to find us that's where we store all of our stuff you can Talk to us and chat with us on our social media partners, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter. And when you find us, always hit subscribe, like, notify, whatever they tell you to do. Unlike Rumble, you got to hit that punch, you know. Whatever you got to do, hit the comments, hit notifications. Tell other people about it. You'll be cool. If you let them know, we'd love to have you as a partner, go to Patreon and become a partner at On The Doc. Find us at On The Doc at Patreon site. And we have four levels of partnership, three levels of sponsorship. We'd love to talk to you about being a partner or sponsor with our show. On the dock.org. you can find all of our templates by going there, you can watch us right there, or you can get linked to any of our platforms and you can find out more about Patreon. And if you just can't do any of that stuff, email us at on the dock, info at onthedock.org. And Donna Kurniewski, our executive producer, would be glad to help you find your way home all right we're here for our third installment i've got my incredible lovely xy co-host <laughs> xy chromosomed. is that not offensive for i tell you i, XY. I mean ben i'm ben ought you know lean. i'm
1: offended by everything so. i know you are you're highly offended yeah. just that that
0: hoodie Oh, that little thing you got there. The little mm. thing on top.
1: That's just to hold his brain in. It's, Some people call it a yeah. toboggan.
0: Yeah, we noticed that this this haircut in this picture you've got. The hair is like flyaway, so we can see why you wear that. Yeah, we're going to get a new publicity shot for you. You got Lucas Winkler in the house here. Techno Wizard, Executive Director. How are you doing, Lucas?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: On camera and on microphone. He's on an old camera. He doesn't have as good a camera. But so, so if you become a partner sponsor at my Patreon site, we'll get him a better camera and a real microphone. So, well, we got him anyway. Thank you, Lucas, for being here. Again, we're on the Dock Season 2 Super Series. Worship leaders of Southern Illinois. We're on the walk away. We're on the walk off third part of this sub-series featuring Mr. Johnny Wyckoff. Southern Illinois, Christian rock and worship recording artists. We're in the third show. We're all doing just fine. We haven't had anything to eat. I'm getting hungry.
2: Dude. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my gosh.
0: We normally... Johnny, you got messed over today. Food. Normally, between two and three, we eat. Um, the uh, last show we did, we had Indian Buffet.
2: Wow. I'm actually going to Indian tonight. Ah, uh, so see that? I'm go, oh, I'm so the Lord oh let gosh. us just oh.
0: be starved today so you'd be ready. I, yeah. <laughs> did you guys enjoy... Did you have leftovers? Was the leftovers good? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was much... Yeah,
1: it was actually It was good. Much, I got to
0: yeah. go get me some more of that. So, so Johnny is a... Local Southern Illinois raised. He's from the, the, Jackson County, from Carbondale. We found out in the last show. He's our cross. Yeah, he's from across the railroad tracks over there in Carbondale, but we won't hold that against him. Christian rock and worship recording artist. He uh, He plays guitar at what was formerly called Southern Illinois Worship Center, which is now Purpose House.
2: Purpose. I got it right. You I'm You right. First I'm time. So proud. It's a good thing. I'm
0: so proud. The purpose house he plays there. He came up doing some of the work youth worship there as well. On the May Plant for pretty regularly there now. Have you has your own own work own band? You get your own thing going on, Johnny Wyckoff music at Facebook. You can go find out more about that. Let me put this. I got I got a publicity shot. Hang on. You got good. You got good photos. Look at this Thank shot you. here. Boom. We're not going to charge you because you were a guest today. We didn't have to feed you, so it's not cheap. So we owe you double food next time we have you in house. So we, we should have fed you today. I would have appreciated it. It's God. never too late. It's never too late. I'm starving right now. Golly, this gonna be a quick show. We're hungry. <laughs> you know, it's like 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 you know when you go to church sometimes you're real hungry. The preacher always goes longer. In my states, the worship leaders they just go on ad nauseum. You know, you're starving to death. And it's it's wet, you know, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. That's why you gotta bring something. Bring stuff. You need like a and and I'm not talking about nuts. You need like a subway sandwich compartment. Something your, soft though, not some, potato chips. Yeah, no, because that bugs ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, nobody wants Something that. soft. You need something that you got to work through. That could be mashed potatoes. It could
1: be wet potato chips. Wet
0: potato. Oh.
3: <laughs> that is
0: that That's is horrible. <laughs> that's really disturbing. No I'm thinking about that. I
3: All the like, money <laughs> we saved on the green
0: room today, we're gonna spend having to pay for his counseling bill because he's gonna have to figure out how to eat again after you do that stuff
1: actually wet potato chips would be a great band name
0: it would
2: be an interesting band name yeah. I, I
0: just want to say ben it, we, can, we can't uh, get, we can't ever get ahead because of you soggy taters yes yeah, so-
2: <laughs> i really hate that the soggy bottom so- <laughs> I soggy really hate
0: bottom that. soggy I really bottom, soggy really bottom tater all right we're in the final one you can tell we're a little punch oh. drunk we, we, we we've nothing but i think i got decaffeinated tea so i can't even say that i did give ben drugs just for the record i did give ben drugs but but they were just like light pharmaceuticals Did your headache yeah
1: ahead? we live in illinois so
0: he got, i offered to snort him with him because he had a bad headache and you never know it might be contagious johnny wanted to, us all smoke them he was suggesting we start the sober smoking and golly I, never
1: smoked tylenol before
0: now tylenol i wonder if it's smooth or not. i don't know i've never i've never done drugs i johnny i have never done marijuana i've n, i've got secondhand smoke from marijuana Sure. Yeah, right. I mean, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I went to the Eagles concert for their last tour. Both places we went to, you could not hardly take a breath in that place. And right now, just when we went to Denver, just driving down an eight lane expressway in Denver right now is nothing but the smell of marijuana. Everybody in Colorado is driving around high. It's just terrible. Slow reactions, wrecks everywhere. Yeah, but I've never, I've never, I mean, I've never I've taken like drugs that the doctor gives you to help a migraine but sure. i've never just taken stuff that I, I i drank like a fish when i was a heathen but i, I just never did drugs because i thought there'd be no coming back for me so if i added yeah. that to it i would have been gone, gone gone did you did you ever just turn into a bad raging drug addict or anything like that
2: no no thankfully so you've Thankful.
0: grown up in christian family you, you have you go to go to show one he shares about his salvation story so he, he he has his own conversion experience so but you never really went out and just got really bad
2: i mean not no, not I mean not like that. I mean, obviously, I've had your moments. i had my moments, right? Yeah.
0: We all have the our trouble, trouble, moments, right? But you, yeah. li- but we know you're from Carbondale, on the other side of those tracks. <laughs> you know, things happen on the other side of those tracks of Carbindale, So, so but, <laughs> but, but I mean, Ben, I got a feeling you've not been near as good boy as other people. No, no, no. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. No, that that'll be on your show. Maybe
1: we will. Maybe we will. Maybe we, maybe we will. But, but yeah. uh,
0: I was. Re- can you believe I've never done drugs?
1: Your boy's been around the block.
0: I've never done drugs.
1: Drug-free body. I, oh, I there know, you go, man. Fat Drug
0: I'm a fat drug-free body. I, I I never did drugs, Johnny, because I have always had a, vid- a little bit of addictive for a behavior. I collect sure. things, I, I do. Yeah. and I know that. And I, I'm a little ADD-ish back in my day. They just called it high energy, and so <laughs> I knew. I I kind of knew. I remember I took this one guy. This one guy jumped in the car one time with us to go to Florida. We left the barbecue restaurant at about ten o'clock, and we drove all the way through the night to go to Florida. The guy said, "Hey, can I come with you?" And we were just all going to to my parents' house down there. And he said, "I said, dude." The car's full. All we got to the back of a truck. We have four seater right? Truck. He says, "I'll ride in the back." I said, "That's a long ride. It's kind of damp and it's gonna be doing He said, "I don't care." He got in the back of the truck and he rode all the way. We drove straight through to Destin, Florida, about seven hour drive. Oh my and he rode in the back there. He did good, dude. He had backpack. He was chilled out back there. So we get into the place where we're gonna stay, and we got in like at seven in the morning. It was our place, so we stayed there. And he says, "Well, my buddy's not even up yet. We got the. He, he thought we would stop someplace and sleep and get in." Well, recently, I says, "Well, I don't know, my buddy is going to pick me up. He won't even be up till ten or eleven o'clock. This dude's like tripping," and and I said, "Well, dude, just come in and crash on the couch at our house. It's cool. It's cool." So, uh, my friend Frank Sala, he we, he was going to use one bedroom. I was going to need another one. I said, D- dude, there's a couch and just let yourself out and." been glad to have you I said we're going back on this day if you want to ride back the other way he says dude cool and and he said the dude reached in his pocket he was getting his jeans off to lay on the couch and he reached in his pocket and he pulls out just a massive roll of pills and he drops them on the glass table and, and there's all colors and assorted capsules and pills along with all the lint from his jeans and everything else that's nasty in there <laughs> and he throws that all out and he says you guys are, I appreciate just help yourself to whatever you want
2: he was trying to be nice to you yeah he, he just drops it buffet. out on the table
0: hey, oh. and he says these speckled ones i i they're good i recommend them and he takes one and i thought oh, great I, I, are you gonna be okay and he just kind of begins to tell us what some of the ones do he's got quite pharmaceutical knowledge i mean there's up down sideways and, and maybe
1: he's a pharmacist
0: and then was. he took the one and then the <laughs> one he said he says i wouldn't take that that's not good you no don't take that so but but i said do you need us to do something with he said oh no i might need it but 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 he left those there and and we thought well we're we're, we're cool so we left him there and the pills on the table and the next morning I, we all got up because we drove all the way through and got up and he was gone his pills were gone and he left three he left a little nice three a little like three set They were there when we left and none of us took guys I didn't have, you know, we drank like fish, but we never did drugs. And I always thought if i take that first pill, I don't know whether I would know to come back. So Mm -hmm. I just knew there was a line and it was a line and that was before Christ. I didn't know the Lord at all. I just kind of knew myself, but I, I grew up enough around church that I thought, God, there's no coming back if I do that. So you, so I'm you wake thinking, up
1: and realize it's all a matrix.
0: Yeah, you're in the yeah. So I just didn't do it, but I do appreciate the dude and his hospitality yeah. of trying to show his appreciation for us. And I don't he didn't go back with us. I don't know if he got back. I, I think I saw him around the campus about a month later. So yeah, that, that's my experience. So I just that's the closest <laughs> I ever came to doing drugs. Is I, I took a drug addict, you know, somebody. But, but other than that, I've been good. So your life seems good. You're not married. Not married. You're single? Yes. Okay, good deal. Are you dating? No, no, nothing. I mean, he's available, guys. I mean, ladies.
1: <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, Weird. Yeah, yeah.
0: I had to fix it. You know, today you
1: have thank to. You,
2: thank you for fixing it. No, no, you have
0: no, no, no. In my day, you would never even think about fixing that because oh, when you say guys, month. guys could be everybody. I Yeah, guys could be everybody. Nowadays, you have to watch your, you know, well, oh, that came out across so long I'm a Christian. Yeah. I, they're going to think I'm, you know, so. Gosh, I was coaching my little daughter Addison's ball team. It wasn't Addison's. This is bad. It's Heather's ball team when Heather was little. <laughs> That's when you lose your moment. And I was coaching her little team. They were about eight, nine years old. And I said, get off the field, guys. You It was my first time coaching that age. I was a baseball Guy and and I I walked the girls walked past me, said we're not guys, we're girls. And I remember telling them, Everybody out here is a guy, get off the field, guys. And so the rest of the field season was just like that. So one time I said, Come Mm. on, ladies. He said, No, we're your guys, you know. So, so so, you know, back in the day, you were just kind of generic. No, you know what I mean. This is a fun podcast series. I know what, what, what? (laughs) on
1: the dock, unhinged, yeah,
0: unhinged. Sorry. Hey, I got to get. I'm on the, I, I was going to ask you the first question, but it was the same question from the last show. I got to switch shows. Hang on. Here we go. You ready for the big question?
2: All right. Let's I do it. Too.
0: Here we go. Ready? Here we go. All right. Oh, man. You've been in worship in some form. I mean, how old are you? 24,
2: 25? 24. I'll be, I'll be 25 really soon.
0: When, when was your. Oh, I can't show you that yet. That's bad. I about brought up the, the big finale. When was your first time being on a worship platform in worship? What age, about what like age? 12, right? or about 12 or 13. That's 12 or So you've got 13, 12 right. years already in playing. You've been playing guitar for almost 12 years, too. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Do
2: you play any other instruments besides guitar? Uh, I play some keys, some drums, some bass, stuff. Okay. stuff like that.
0: Do, what have you seen change in those 12 years in worship? What What about worship mm. has, I, de, de, I mean, devolved, evolved, uh, new? What, what's What big changes, big movements have you seen?
2: I think I've seen real move towards a lot of raw stuff like less like g- generic christianese to more raw not not that there's not a place for the other stuff or anything like that but it's just i've seen more raw and just a I guess a real focus on like the deep relationships Exp- define raw. I, I yeah you- um okay i guess within worship like from a sense of mm, okay I guess just trying to be what I think.
0: No, are you talking about being creative in the moment as in spontaneous worship? Are you talking about raw as in not your classic one, four, five, you know, basic?
2: Well, I will say I will say definitely a trend lately that I've noticed is more gospel stuff. Totally mm-hmm. see more of that, especially with like Maverick City and more of that kind of even even in that realm is getting more mainstream, which is uh, which is fun, different for me. Um, yeah. But uh, I've been enjoying it. Yeah, Maverick's um, popular right now. Maverick's Everybody's big. using their stuff right night. Maverick's big. Yeah, yeah. great, great songs. Great, great musicians. Yeah. So,
0: but but that's become kind of the CCM of the today. Yeah. Would you say so? You, you, when you say raw, you want to be more on the edge of stuff, a little more. So that's why you have a little bit more of a Christian rock, heavy rock
2: like style. And like even for me, like having some songs that were raw because honestly. There, I didn't write a whole lot of songs that were that much because honestly I hadn't went through it really mm-hmm. and so because a big thing for me is like I will not sing a song unless I believe it and I know it and I'm going to sing this like with confidence I won't do it so you so. want something
0: that has some real connection yeah so, some deep okay I got you with that so so you, you're seeing more raw stuff what what else have you seen kind of change in these last 10 um, years hmm.
2: let's see so more gospel stuff definitely but I'm trying to think from a stylistic standpoint, or just, just anything, either, either one, just anything. just big movements. Okay,
0: because we're just trying to take a look at, and then we're gonna we're gonna flip this over and look at where we think we're going. So, because mm. I, the one thing we've we've talked about in a lot of the shows that we've done this is there's been a real note on how spontaneous worship has gone from being unknown to very oh, common. That's today. very
2: common now. Because I mean, I will say even whenever I was, you know, first starting. In worship ministry that i mean it also don't, don't get me wrong it depends where you're growing up and like all that stuff yeah, but, but, like, but that
0: all came out of ihop and they kind of planted that 25 years ago and that thing's really
2: developed i mean i've seen it now and i, I like it because it's very very like personal in the moment you can make it very tailored to the people you're around your your congregation you know what's going on in your congregation more you know and so are people you know in the congregation and how your Holy Spirit can lead you in those certain Let moments. Let me use a modern word. It, yeah.
0: it, it allows you to be very organic to the moment yeah, that you're perfect. in. Yeah, kind of perfect. a spiritual organic moment. You can feel what's going on and feel the soil and feel the atmosphere. We talked about Epiclesis, the Holy Spirit moment. And if you, if, if you can feel that Epiclesis moment and you have the ability to do spontaneous worship, one of the best things you can do is just pause there and stay in the moment, mm-hmm. or extend the moment enough so you can sort out what does God want to do here? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's something been we've been talking about. What we do in those moments. Sometimes we don't know what to do. We yeah. do we transition here? Here, maybe we just that's where we go into spontaneous worship and let things sort out. Mm-hmm. Whether a preacher needs to come forward and and, and exhort something in that moment of prayer uh, vigil, or maybe there needs to be a prophetic word given. Sure. Uh, maybe 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 it's a transition after that spontaneous worship where the music director is saying, "Hey." I'm hearing this song. Let's now transition to this song. Mm-hmm. Maybe that spontaneous movement gives us a a plateau to just hang out with God a bit. You
2: know? Yeah, I yeah. think that's what it, it does. Like I said, hang out with God and see where he was wanting to lead. And then, you know, whether that's in that moment, or at least something else, a different ministry type of moment. Yeah, I think it's really We're cool. Steward it well. I, if,
0: yeah, if, if, if worship is, is changed a lot. What did you what, what did you see COVID do to worship? Well, you know, mm-hmm. did, did I think there are some good things that developed out of COVID? not COVID itself yeah. but i know for our church uh we did we had the one camera on the long pan and you could or you could listen to the service or you could watch the one miserable camera from the back that looked like you're watching ping pong ping,
2: ping. yeah i mean and now we've got great cameras everywhere and you know i mean great i mean from even like a from like that sort of this is a production perspective right but right. what it does is it is enhance like the experience for people that are viewing online uh, people that are going to be have, yeah. I,
0: and I agree with that with our people at home we have some really jamming people that are connected and that's good for people especially the ones that can't get here that are really shut in yeah we also have people that are traveling and they get a good experience one thing that concerns me though mm-hmm. is some people have begun to substitute the online experience for their worship experience and so now it all becomes like an independent
2: study well, class and it and it in the i think there's a i think there's a place for i think it's great for traveling or if you can't get in or you don't know, you know people some people can't they can't get out right I think that's great but i think it's dangerous like you're saying Whenever the point is like oh yeah i'm just gonna watch it because there's no community there's like mm-hmm. the community is yeah. not the same you're not gonna be rare and also i mean
0: there's no give back from no, you right there's no take. yeah there's no, there's no there's
2: no, no ex- exchange is different um i guess from my, as community
0: i i i i like the fact that we have it available i think it's yeah i think it way outweighs the, not having it available I think what I want to be careful is
2: that we don't get lazy. That's what I was about to say, actually. Yeah, yeah. We, people get lazy. Oh, a, you know, I, I don't feel like waking up. I'm not just put the watch, energy. We'll watch it in bed. We'll turn the YouTube on. Yeah, and actually, we'll I'm, catch it later. I heard one
0: person. Yeah. One person told me they said we actually get closer to you there because 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 you know they shoot me body up. So I'm just my beautiful. You know, we use that word in one of the episodes, they get to see my countenance and they follow me tightly. And they say, you know, the church, we're in the back, we get distracted. So we can just sit and unadulterately watch you. And I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. First of all, number two is, it's not just about watching me, it's about interacting with the body. Yeah. you know, There's more. I don't want us to get one dimensional thinking it goes back to, there was already enough trouble in the church with the worship team is seen by many as performing to the congregation and there's a lot of churches that kind of see themselves as watching a performance. Now we've added a TV show to it. Now, you know, it could be a good or bad one. And so now that's even worse, you know. So mm-hmm. I I think there's great things about it. But I I don't I want to make sure that people aren't substituting that for so I think that's one change. What other changes did you see come out of uh, Purpose House now? I was formerly settled on a worship center? Mm-hmm. How, how, did, how did COVID change y'all's worship? So is there anything that's still different because of COVID?
2: Different because of COVID,
0: in a good way or bad way, it could be good, bad, different. You know, could we learn to do this? And-
2: I mean, I've noticed just people. I think people really were excited to get back in the house. It created some new energy. And it created people like because we know we were right before COVID. We were on the our church. We were, we were really going. Um, I think we really had a lot of great momentum as a church. And that kind of COVID kind of took,
0: put the put the put, put the, the put the break yeah, on a little bit. Did.
2: And uh, you know, it just did. Um, but people got to come back. We had less people, but I think people that were back are really ready to yeah. worship people are really ready to be back really ready to be in the presence of the Lord and with the believers and I think that momentum has helped us and then we've really nurtured that as a church I know it's something that we really tried to do um and so I think we're seeing um some effects of that as well have you
0: seen how have you seen video streaming change worship experience? oh
2: I mean yeah because I mean before we had some cameras and stuff but now it's we've really been fortunate enough to where we've been able to expand that mm-hmm. um and so um, I've been like, looking back at some live streams i'm like wow like things have really changed from second sort of a level of production we've been able to to, to put out for people right. to go um to go experience the services online you know right which i think has been a good thing in a I, lot I, I do gen- too. generally it's very good I think
0: I do too people can watch our church and they can get a totally different impression than if they come to the church because you can put them so in it it's hard to recreate that unless you come yourself
2: to be vested and I will say like too it's cool for even a lot of smaller churches that never would do it, never did anything like that before, right? Really? Right. It's cool because it's also opened up a whole nother avenue for people to them to reach as well, because like some smaller churches that, you know, didn't really do live streaming before, but now they are. um, It's helped them have more reach too, because like now almost every church is streaming. Well,
0: I'll tell you who's not streaming, are are churches that that stopped meeting through COVID and didn't do anything, they didn't return. So Mm. I found that churches that didn't work toward a streaming alternative have almost either not existed or become closed, we had a lot of churches closed, are become so irrelevant that they lost a lot of people. Mm. People just went off to a church that, that was able to meet their needs. Exactly. So I so I think the churches that embraced it mostly rode through it well. They they got through it. They were able to create alternative streams and get through it. It
2: helps they helped bring community to some degree. And right. I think, I think we are a better yeah. church
0: for what we learned in it. I don't think we can be the same church if we think we're gonna keep being there. I think we gotta push up from from there's, there's new territory. Mm -hmm. So, so let's go, let's go another way. So this is probably the biggest question for, for this, this wrap up session. And Ben, if you've got some other questions you can throw out at the young man, I mean, you can just kind of lay them out. Um, What are the biggest challenges or changes or evolution that you kind of foresee coming. If you had to if you had to kind of go invest in a certain company or certain process or a certain thing, or you had to predict kind of where worship's going, where do you see worship migrating in the next I mean, you're at a church that's one of the most cutting edge you got got one of the new, newest sanctuaries in our area. You've had all the vendors come through with the latest technology to try to hustle you guys into buying it. I don't know if you bought it or not, but I know you guys have the resources to do those kind of things. So you've been looking at technology. You've been looking at video equipment and looking at how you put it up. And what? Where do you see evolution of worship going in the next year, two, three, so that it, it won't shock us? Because I think spontaneous worship didn't exist 25 years ago, other than at IHOP. International House of Prayer was doing it. People thought they were different. I went out there when they first opened, I spent lots of time there. I'm very friends, I support people out there. And so it became very common to me. I tried to bring it back into a church oh, 20 years ago and they tried to copy it by planning it. You can't. They, they literally tried to plan the spontaneous worship and plan it out and what would happen in the spontaneous time and I said, that's you can't do that, that's not spontaneous. But the worship leader didn't have the capacity to do spontaneity, he was a planner. And so it didn't work, you know, and then now you've got a generation of people like Ben and you guys that that have grown up in the IHOP world. And it's not the fringe, it's the norm. So you're free, just cut loose and you got musicians around you that can flow with you. And so that's come on. What do you see the next? What's what's the spontaneous worship of the next three, four years? What's that new thing?
2: I think I see spontaneous worship still being like obviously a very big part of what the worship is. Um, you know, I, I, right now, I just almost feel like what we've actually been revisiting is some old stuff and uh it's you think very- Maverick
0: City is an example of that that they that they're they're hot and fresh but they're using a lot of old sound not old sound but old lyrics, old stuff like old, that. Old,
2: yeah, like older songs that are like, are hymns, right, that you've taken some lyrics from, or even the hymns themselves and revamping, like we've, people have done that a lot, a lot, right? Right. But like, I really, I think that's really, a, always a really powerful thing in a service. I love it yeah. when you're able to tie back to an older song. Oh, I think so too. And it, hits, it also right. hits people of a different generation, because like, wow, and there's something about some of those songs, man, I really, there is, like, I'm-, I'm Crowder was I'm, doing that for a while, you know, for a while. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But, you, and you see, like Shane and yeah. Shane, we I do a lot of worship initiative, Shane and Shane, they do a lot of that sure. stuff. Where they're and stuff in, you're seeing a lot more of of incorporation of components into like for example on Christ of Solid Rock, my one of my two favorite hymns, it's fragments of that are now found in about four or five different CCM yeah. current pieces right now. You can find fragments of that song scattered across about four different songs. Love that song. I'm never sure which one's going to be at my funeral. I just want Ben to do all four versions, you know, five versions. And I love the fact that people are stretching it and hymns that disappeared are on their way back. They've got bridges written, they've got new, 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 New things entrance, kicking up. Yeah, yeah or new arrangements. Mm-hmm. Some of these didn't have courses. They've got courses now. Yeah. And, and I see older people kind of getting excited about it a little bit. Yeah. At the same time, young people are getting introduced to some stuff that had some good theology in it. Yes.
1: I think that's important mm-hmm. because, yeah, with like a lot of this new new stuff, it's easy, I don't know, it's it's easy for people to lose the liturgy and the, mm-hmm. the theology and the, a lot of the hymns that's so powerful and worship can become seemingly shallow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think Cause,
2: uh, yeah I mean because really I mean, a lot of worship is we also are teaching theology yeah right, right we are so maybe. you
0: think you think there'll be some re- more revival of restoration or renewal kind of like you know what what's cool is like if you watch on any of the movie channels or TV channels everybody has their flipped house they're they're we fix the house turn it over yeah. make a bunch of money <laughs> yeah, sure. there's about 60,000 of those shows right now do you think like like buying old hymns and flipping reworking them and flipping them will be a trend you will see in the next two, three, four, five years. That's gonna be very popular.
2: I think we'll see some of that with some fresh music approach, fresh music approach. I mean, I think there's no reason why we shouldn't see that
0: a lot of what you would have now would be still you would see the 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 heart of the the verse would be in there. But it's been reworked. But I think you're gonna start seeing more where the words are used, but the music may be totally reworked even
2: well, yeah. And there's been songs I've I've definitely heard of like I know those are those are lyrics from him. I'm like, I didn't know someone told me, but I'm like, that's yeah. cool. I mean, and I know some hymns and stuff. But um.
0: but I, I think I, I think hymns are largely lost right now. That's that I'm in that in between because I started my in my, my beginning. Of my ministry was all hymn based. So, you know, I it was very common for me to be the hymn leader for for first four or five years. I wasn't always a hymn leader at all, but so and so was sick. Pastor, I'll just lead the hymn today. We're singing from 122. We're singing all three verses, just as I am. Let's go. Just and I kick my microphone off and back up (laughs) with the microphone, and everybody just sings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I mean, that was my beginning, and I mean, and that, and I miss a lot of that, but I don't necessarily miss those old hymns. I miss what I got from them, you know. And so Mm -hmm. when 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 Ben kicks in a song now, and or does a new song, and then at the end tags the original. Yeah. You know, the new, and then you and go, wow, it's like a fresh water just hit you, you know. And you go, man, if they had had that when I was earlier in ministry, I could have kicked things up then. I think there's been a big gap where we lost a lot of that. And I, I'd like to see a recovery. <clears throat> we're going to start flipping, flipping the hymns. Today's hymn, we're going to be flipping and reselling is yeah, in Christ alone, You know, you know. You know, we're going to do Because He Lives, you know. There's a lot of hymns I'd like to put out on a list to be done. You know, and some of them are being done, and and, and But you think more of that'll happen, and uh, who who are some of those guys? Who, who are who are the bands you're listening to right now?
2: Um, bands I'm listening to right now, I'd say Phil Wickham, Cody Carnes. Phil Wickham, elevation. Okay, Phil Wickham. Just Phil let just say, Phil one of my favorites. Phil
0: Wickham, cannons. I love cannons. Phil Wickham. If you know anything about it, it was the worship leader to IHOP, not IHOP. He's who they go to when they want to worship. Huh. So they would bring Phil Wickham in when they were having their own retreats because they're all worship leaders. Sure, and he was kind of like the guy they brought in when they took the Sunday off, mm-hmm. and they so so there's a there's a there's a deep relationship between them and IOP. So I remember when Phil Wickham was just kind of he'd be their worship guy and some of those old songs. So Phil, who else was at Elevation?
2: Elevation, um, say probably Cody Carnes as well. Cody Carnes, um, very cool, very cool.
0: So so you see other changes you think happening in the next couple of years? Anything else hit you? Ben, you're welcome to jump in. Yeah, jump
2: in if you have something,
0: brother.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, it's kind of a tangent, but I, I, like something struck me a minute ago, and I think it's interesting that... So, like, we're, we're talking about what worship looks like, but I think it's in a very... And I think it's okay because it's our context, but it's the American church context. Mm. And I do think that churches, uh, a lot of churches globally are kind of following that trend in a sense but i also know just from personal experience like being in india and seeing seeing how some churches worship there and in, in different denominations where they don't even use instruments mm-hmm. right.
0: um african churches predominantly in liberia work is predominantly percussion yeah i mean and not even i mean they'll use drums bad drums but i mean just sauces and 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 simple you
1: know yeah 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 i think it's just important to recognize that there's beauty in all of it like when haley and i were in india a couple years ago we (laughs) we were with a denomination that i mean literally would think of me as a sinner for using an instrument in worship because in their opinion instruments were only used when they went into battle or whatever well isn't worship a battle anyways um yeah, but I remember sitting in those, through those church services, not understanding the language that they're singing and the worship doesn't look anything like what I'm used to, because obviously I love worshiping with, with instruments and ut- all of that stuff, but it's just acapella yeah. in Hindi or a language I don't know. And I'm like brought to tears by yeah, like, incredible. like, it's just beautiful. Yeah. That'd be a challenge That's for us. You know, we've got to worship. A, I've
0: got it right here somewhere around this church. We've got about six or seven or eight African drums we brought back with goat skins. Real, real ones are tuned a little differently. We hit them. We've got Sasa. We've got <laughs> so you, at some point in time, I want to sell those on eBay. But they're all special because everyone was sacred. They come from a church. Or they're all, they're all anointed. Yeah. That We've got Sasa. I've got Sasa's in the room. We've got, you know, uh, what do you call the boxes you guys play? Cajon. The Cajon. Yeah. It would yeah. be cool to, some Sunday to do a worship service that's nothing but. Percussion type stuff, sure, to drive kind of an unplugged percussion only, and just kind of yeah. do a tribute because I listen to them do like the Yahweh song. Oh, it's incredible! Or are some other stuff that they're doing that's really kind of cool? I know it's a little bit different genre, but gosh, the worship can be—they can go like that for a long time with nothing but percussion type leadership. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do, I, I, I am looking to see maybe down the road as we become more multicultural, our church, other churches here, whether we'll begin to see some international influence back on our ministry we haven't quite seen that yet we seem to dominate still the other way so hopefully maybe that'll have some impact
1: yeah yeah i think i guess my point in that is just to recognize that worship doesn't have to look the same a certain way
0: yes. yeah i would like or to sound, see the, it, same. Or sound exactly. the same or sound yeah. the same i think that would be good for for a lot of our people to experience here because you know because they're like People are very critical now. Let's kind of we'll wrap up with this big question because we're getting close to the end of this and and we we've taken this on everybody. We really wrestled. Between shows, with whether to do this with this young man, Mr. Johnny Wyckoff. Go to Johnny Wyckoff music. Music, check it out. He's got stuff going down. But, uh, but but then we got thinking about the kind of stuff he does. He does some really cool stuff. You got Christmas Carol stuff you've done. You've got you doing basic contemporary Christian stuff. But you've also got some pretty Christian heavy metal stuff
2: out there some, too. Some hard rock stuff, yeah. definitely on the Ben had metal, to, Ben had sure. to
0: have a, a serious ibuprofen headache. Relief because of just your music. So we're gonna play a song of his afterwards. Did he go heavy metal on the song we're doing today? There was no. some pig squeals and things like that. <laughs> oh, my <God>. <laughs> <Not pig squeal. laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god! Jesus is rock. No, no Soundbite
1: it. No. Soundbite it, Lucas. No.
0: Oh my gosh. No. Well, no, no. But no it, it was is, beautiful. It was, it was a, be- great, no, it was a okay. great song. Okay, so you're not gonna get that today. So you're gonna have to come find that because Johnny did a thing for us house for the House Hope Fun Day a couple years ago and we just it was stellar it was just edgy i love it cuz i'm a 70s rock guy i mean dude yeah. dude if i told you who my favorite rock band is you know i've got lots of favorite but like the eagles stuff but, but i mean i'm i've been known to watch a group that paints their faces um <laughs> i went to their closing tours and but but i mean i like a little bit of stuff like that so, sure the wiggles so, yeah the wiggles the wiggles yeah that's yeah, hard that's, yeah. that's really hard um but i mean i i don't put that on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Telegram. We don't hear about your gripes about that. So mm-hmm. that was back in my sinful days. I did see their closing of the world tour, though. So but it was good. But but we know in, but we we wrestle with this because, because you play different music. You you are playing some music that sounds like some foreign music to some people. I know you, you I mean, and for some people it's just a refreshing sound. I know you've been on worship platforms and you've had to deal with people and I know you can hop around when you play guitar. I've seen you move. You can move. And, and, and I know some people might have, you'd be playing some church and some kids are finally, finally guitar. And then there's <laughs> the old guy in the back that's got his fingers in his ears. They're crossed. And he, let me do it this way. They're crossed in both ears. Cause he's mad and he's got fingers in his ears. I, I know that, or the drums are too loud or I, I know that you're not the worship leader at. Uh, purpose house but i know you probably catch heck sometimes for certain things or you you've after a performance or you've done an event someplace somebody liked it or didn't like it one of the things we wanted to do is we close this segment is have you help young worship leaders young musicians out there you're going to deal with criticism pastors are going to deal with criticism i don't think what people understand is as worship leaders as performers in the sense of performing your heart um when you when you share that you're raw and with people pick on you, it can be it can be perceived as picking on it, it's almost like body shaming because what you've given is a part of your life in your body. So it, it's yeah. difficult, but but over time you've been here long enough, twelve years, that you've had to build up some understanding that there's gonna be critics. Totally. Did you ever watch the Muppets growing up?
2: Uh a little bit. The, you know, the Kermit yeah, the Frog yeah, and yeah, Miss Piggy? Yeah,
0: yeah. Do you know they had a couple guys that would be in any church? Uh, and the two guys were uh Waldorf and Statler. These are the two old guys that set up in the balcony. Did you ever see the guys that sit on the balcony? I think I should do. The, the, these are the guys that sit in the back of your church, and you see them talking about you while you're playing. They're going, yeah, that guy's or it's too loud or the the guys that grab you after service and want to talk to you about your shiny shoes that you have on today that those just aren't of the lord you know those aren't of the lord They're the shining. Why, oh, and the jacket they got the jacket and the shoes going together oh we gotta get it jesus we gotta get it you know we gotta get the oil on him you know margaret get the oil get the oil get the, you know we deal with critics, sure. we deal with people that don't like the sound. The lights were too flashy. I remember they get, they just went nuts in the church one time. Lucas put a little haze in the building, you know, oh, I can't breathe. I'm dying. The chemicals are killing me. And and I said, Lucas, what's in it? Water. <laughs> you know, what's in it? Water. <laughs> you all survived a shower. You're going to live. You're not dying. It's not the haze, you know, yeah, it's a humidifier. Yeah, it's a humidifier. You, you have one at home. Okay. It's called your shower. But, but these guys, I want you to watch these guys. These are world renowned. Every pastor, every worship leader, every performer deals with these guys. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. It. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get them away. Hey, boo. Boo. Yeah, I, we couldn't afford to show the live video. We had to freeze the picture and then run the audio because we don't want to. Sure. Yeah, they take us off YouTube. Yeah. And then they charge us a lot of money. And I bill that to Lucas. So, so Lucas said, now we can't do that. So, so that's where you get the static. So it wasn't a picture problem. But every church, every pastor, every worship leader any gig, you're gonna have a couple of those yeah, guys. Always. How, how do you handle those guys? You're a young man. How do you deal with the critics, the nasty people, the people that are gonna try to tear you down instead of build you up?
2: What you have to do is just know, be solid enough in what You've been given god's given you a gift god's given you a a certain way to do it because you're a unique individual right yeah and so you got to know like hey this is this is who i am this is what i do and you know there's always going to be people out there that say oh you should do this different or you should do this you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do this and honestly just having i think a mind of hey there's people out there and just don't don't let that get in your heart Mm -hmm. hey right don't let that get into your heart where it can cause because if you do it can really start to dismantle what God's put inside of you and to hurt your hurt your ministry, hurt yourself and hurt your even like it could go even to the part of like doubting yourself or what God's given you. And you, you just don't want to go down that.
0: Yeah, I, I want to give I want to give an example here. This is a, this is a hypothetical for all of you listening. So I understand this is a hypothetical. Oftentimes when you have those critics in the crowd, a pastor can imagine themselves, you know, taking them out and eating the life source of that. You know, you know, you think I will just bring an end to these, my Statler and my Waldorf. I will finish off the critics, and because I'm a great barbecuer, we will barbecue them and they will be gone. You know, that'll be over with. And next Sunday, there'll be no critics. <laughs> I got news for you. They'll be back. When you when you do that, I'm not saying I've done that. I'm not confessing anything here. Nothing. No. <laughs> I'm just saying it's like two more will step up. One more will step up. It's like There's casting out a de- demon. So so, so I guess the more is don't do that. Don't hypothetically, don't do it. There's no reason for you to get in trouble because it. I think the Lord puts allows that to be there because it, it helped. I think learning to be used the key.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. Being confident in what you God's given you and how you're how you do it and how, you know, who you are, and because we have a unique way, everyone has a unique way of ministering. Be
0: you, then be the best you. But more than that, be you, then believe that you're really you, and go live it. Because
2: man, do it. whenever you're whenever you're operating in a full confidence, like I'm doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing and the way I'm supposed to be doing it, that that also that also connects with people because people see that and passion. I th- see that heart. And
0: I think you can learn. You, you can learn from people. We're not saying don't take criticism. We're oh, not yeah te- no
2: you, definitely not.
0: But but filter out. You have to learn how to filter out destructiveness from critique critique can build and can help you yeah maybe this needed to be maybe yeah. i need to explain maybe this wasn't for you maybe i should have said if you're over 16 you got hearing aids turn them down put cotton in sure but for all you young people you know maybe maybe there's things you need to do or we, we shouldn't have flashed this light right in your face or maybe we should have put something in the bulletin that says this haze is not a chemical it's just water you know you know we can learn from things and, and and like our church we have we have this safety advisory that's up on a board when people come in and on the screens like you're being filmed live now because people said well you need to tell people you're filming live what part of the cameras can they not see with people behind them that they don't think we're filming live now we have to tell them so rather than be just well rather than me being rude to those people we put an announcement
2: in yeah and you know a few people say something just show grace and, and you might can grow from it so you might
0: but but there are people that are destructive in their content and sure. they can be destructive to the atmosphere and the space me as a pastor i tend to try to get rid of those but i, I want to be honest with all pastors not the worship leaders they will be they will remultiply. yeah they're, they're like fungus you may get tired of those and you may need to move on to others because you're just it, it becomes destructive but i think you've got to learn to be who you are and i think that's a great answer for me just Any other suggestions Ben? uh, there as well and and Johnny, uh, Luke, you too. I mean, Luke's in the back Luke's in the booth. I mean, we we think the worship leaders get it. But I have news for you. The guys that are running the knobs Uh and run the lights and pushing the hazer button can get it. Can't they? yeah. Yeah, they can. There are people that wait on them afterwards. Matter of fact, what's really cool about it when ministry started, Lucas, I would get bombed if I was too loud or if this was this or this or that now they don't even talk to me because people now know I got to go to that booth everything happens in that booth That's it's why the fault. door's locked it, it, it's why we have a coded lock and we have a security person to keep people from getting in there too easy we, yeah. we, next season we may have to add bulletproof of glass we don't have glass right now right now you can't really just leap over either it's it's kind of hard to make mixing a little challenging yeah yeah, but I mean, I mean, I mean, sometimes you you can get stalked. You've got to know who you are and, and what you're about, and sometimes you need to listen, and, and sometimes it's good.
2: You know, there's a difference between constructive criticism, right, and then just people trying to. Can't you share see it. that
0: in their eye? I can yeah. see it in people's eyes and their heart and the way they come at me. That's
2: yeah. You can you can usually see that, right? And they either begin with appreciation
0: or they lift you up, and then they say, "Oh, by the way," yeah, you know, and I can handle it, by
2: the way. Sure, and there's also I will say, luckily, I haven't had to deal with as much with as much as that um it's probably a lot of people have and i I I do i do realize there's that there is there and that will always be there but um a
0: pastor can get a load of that like like this Sunday. let me give you an example let me give you an example sunday i misspelled a graphic in one of my slides instead of saying label i said label i had one typo i saw the typo when i did it lovely lovely and i just declared it up front I, i did that i made my own slide i make my own slides please don't Gripe at Alexis. Please don't gripe at Lucas. Please don't gripe at Haley. I did that. You know? Or and I picked it, I picked a, a, a an opener for them a few weeks ago. A, a new uh, bumper. I bought it from Sermon Box. Should be good. It had three misspellings in it. Didn't catch it till we showed it. Alexis was horrified. She wrote me and said, there's three misspellings in this. I said, I know. She said, you paid for that. I said, I know. And so the next thing I got up, I said, guys, we're going to keep doing it because I got three more parts to do this with. It's misspelled. But no, none of our staff did that. Your pastor bought that to give them a break for three weeks. And I, so I called the company and said, you guys, you got a spelling in there. They said, we've had that out for two years. Nobody's even told us. I thought, man we did get yeah. it back for free. But my point is people will gripe at you. They'll they'll write you letters and tell you how many times you misspelt. I get notes about how many things I misspelled on things sometimes on Monday or Tuesday. And and most of it's nice, but some of it can be real critical. Or you were too long or you know, I missed my meal yeah. or you know. But I think that says more about that person and what they were bringing to it
2: yeah. than anything. It's staying true and what you know, God's called you to do, and how you've called you to do it, and He's given you direction, and He's given you wisdom, and He's given you skills, and use it, and have surround yourself with good people that can help you.
0: You yeah. said, you said at the beginning of this series, three part series, go back and watch it all. You said, I, "I am a child of God," and firm foundation or songs that are kind of your ethos. Yeah. And you said Psalm 40, uh, forty verses one through five, and the key verses you said were out of the muck.
2: Yeah, out of and the mire. Out of the, muck of the mire came what? Uh, set my feet on solid ground. Set my feet on solid
0: ground and began to sing. A new song yeah that that for a young man of his age to have that together like that they have a credo verse uh, my credo verse is dream dreams and plan plans so grand that if god's not in them they're doomed to fail mm. that's been my credo verse my whole ministry is make sure i'm out on the edge just enough that i need god because mm. a lot of things we do in the church we really kind of plan it so that we don't need god so we just look good i like to get out there just enough that if he doesn't save me my earlobes are going to smack the concrete mm. and uh, i just found that when i get out there Uh, God just amazes me at what he can do. I'm going to be amazed to see what God's going to be doing with you in coming. I hope people will go to Johnny Wyckoff Music's Facebook page, check it out, see what you're going to be doing. I can't wait for your first album to be out. I will use Ben's credit card to buy that as soon as it comes out. Perfect. I'm going to do. Um, ben, what's those numbers? You want to put them out to the congregation?
1: Unfortunately, it's already maxed out. It's already maxed out there, yeah.
0: Ben's, ben, 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 ben needs somebody to donate him a truck. You want a truck?
1: I would love a truck.
0: Yeah, go to my Patreon.site and talk to us about how we can get a truck for the show. We'll let Ben use it the rest of the week. So, we don't actually need a truck. Ben needs a truck. So Johnny, it's been great to have you in any, any final words, Ben?
1: No, man. I just I appreciate you. I appreciate I your I heart appreciate and just yeah. Your and you're going to do the and you're going to hear
0: from Johnny Wakoff as we go out with the closing song, which he did by himself. You didn't help him, huh. No, man. Sometimes he supports you. You're just a one man machine. It's going to be great. Lucas is excited about it. Lucas, thank you so much for being with us for the filming of these three. And as we get out of here and we move on, check out On the Dock. We got lots of episodes, lots of programs. Go back and check out other of our Worship Leader Southern Only series. We also have our Well Done series, all part of season two and more coming up in season two. It's gonna be really exciting. And we got a big finale we're putting together for all the Worship Leader series that'll be coming up. We'll be talking about more of that real soon, but make sure you're following Mr. Johnny Wyckoff. Go find out more about him and what he's doing and check out this incredible song as we go out and you can go to onthedock.org find out more about us platforms and all those kind of things info at onthedock.org to get information and find us at youtube spotify itunes you're available on those same platforms as well yes sir right google play facebook Roku, rumble Sermonet, and we'd love to hear some things facebook instagram twitter telegram getter we don't mind your critique don't be mean we, we'll just delete you anyway. So, But we love you if you're trying to build up the kingdom of God. And we'd love to hear, have you hit subscribe, like, notify. We'd love for you to be a Patreon partner, especially if you want to get a truck for this man. He needs it. You need like a work truck.
2: Yeah, I a truck.
0: Well, we need one. for the, On the dock, be a Patreon sponsor partner and do that. And tell us about purpose house what time is church on sunday 10 a.m 10 a.m come on out to them we're also 10 a.m at community faith church we're at opposite corners of the same intersection <laughs> so it's so awesome. just look for the worship service that's happening and go to that church and then the opposite week go to the opposite corner and go to that worship service check that out we'd love to have you both here at community faith church or at purpose house they've got a great worship service going 10 o'clock sundays we also meet wednesdays at 6 30 go to coftv.com to find out more about our church what is the website for you guys right now
2: S W center
0: right S W center dot uh, org yeah dot org all right so check that out we'd love to have you now as we go off the air and we enjoy this enjoy the music of mr johnny wyckoff and we'll see you soon again i'm pastor troy and we're on the dock
3: There seems to be none and I see lives being changed every day by your grace and I see life in a very different way by your grace I choose to love and see the truth of your great plan I choose to hope and trust in you and your great gonna see joy turn a frown around I'm gonna see hope fill an empty heart I'm gonna see peace in a time of war I'm gonna see love where there seems to be none and I see life. Being changed every day by your grace, and I see life in a very different way. By your grace, I choose to love and see the truth. Your great plan, I choose to hope and trust in you. Your great plan. I choose to hope and trust in you and Your great plan. I choose to hope and trust in you and Your great plan. I choose to hope and trust in you and Your great plan. I see lives being changed every day by Your grace, and I see life. In a very different way By your grace And I see your life Being changed every day By your grace And I see life In a very different way By your grace I choose to love and see the truth Your great plan I choose to hope and trust in you Your great plan